Ahoy hoy and welcome to the Anime Limited podcast. It is the 5th of October 2017 at the time of recording this and I am not Jeremy Graves. I don't think Shocking. I am. Oh my Shocking. Gosh. What? I think this is the first ever podcast without Jeremy. It, oh no! It could be. So, somehow we've managed to convince Jeremy to take some holiday and he's actually done it. So He's left his child. Yeah. <laughs> and despite his uh, popular belief that we would somehow ruin this for him, we're going to keep his track record of podcasts. Yeah, I, I suspect if he actually listens to this, this may be the last time he ever takes any holiday because he'll just never want to leave again oh, just no, in case. Oh no, the that. chain of Jeremy podcasts now. <laughs> oh no, no. Don't the, 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 elder, <laughs> the elder gods will break through from so, the So, uh, welcome to season three. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's, oh. let's reboot this whole thing, shall we? No, this is like the, the mid-season break kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's mid-season yeah. break. Oh my god. I mean, Does this mean this is either the recap or the Hot Springs episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah I wondered why you came in with so little on key. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. I mean, get, given, given the illness that has been kind of ravaging the oh, office, like this god. is kind yeah. of like the, the end the of the zombie. Episode. Yeah, this is kind of the end of the zombie the apocalypse of, of the, the remaining survivors and uh, and yeah so for this edition of the anime limited podcast we have myself andy hanley we also have <laughs> aka jessica we have cat also andy hanley Ooh. That's a Ooh. lie. That's fucking words. So oh. fine. I'm also an andy. Oh. <laughs> and finally we have Keith. Who's, who's also not telling a lie? So that's always nice. So what? Uh, well, actually, I mean, Keith might be like his his real name may have been changed several times to avoid that court no, order. I, I, haven't, I haven't told a lie yet. We haven't gone to release dates. <laughs> yeah. Postponing release dates. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. We're, I just thought I'd get the other. Actually, oh my god, yeah. This is like more like production's been let out their cage for a day. It occurs to me. Oh god, fine. Yeah. Please right. enjoy the digressions that just are about. Welcome to podcast team production. The darkest timeline podcast. This is definitely (laughs) going to become an OVA. So, before we descend too far into uh, into the madness, I guess we have a few bits of housekeeping that I'll run through quickly. Um, First of all, um, yesterday at the time of recording this, uh, Night of Short Walk On Girl enjoyed its uh, release across selected UK cinemas. So, um, thank you to anybody listening to this who went out to see the film. Um, Seen lots of positive feedback today on social media, so a lot of people seem to really enjoy it. Um, obviously, we also have more Misaki Yuasa coming to cinemas in the form of Lou Over the Wall on the 6th of December as well. So you can look forward to that uh, in the very near future. Uh, there are still a small number of, of cinemas that are doing additional screenings at the time of you listening to this, potentially. So uh, keep an eye on the official website, uh, thenightedshortmovie.co.uk, to see if there are any remaining screenings near you. Um, that aside, and sticking on the film bent, uh, we do of course have Scott Loves Anime coming up fast. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I think <laughs> festival director Andrew Partridge escaped the uh, cage. I can, again. I can hear yeah, him running so, up and down so the hallway. Glad I'm not him. That guy is a fucking train wreck right now, to be honest. I saw him the other day, rolling around in the gutter, walking quietly. Well, handing out leaflets. Drinking and flyering, basically. (laughs) Sometimes just throwing his beer everywhere at people and drinking the flyers. Come to SLA. I don't don't know why he was only just wearing a set of speedos. Oh, maybe that was a bonus speech, yeah. I think that was one of marketing's ideas for ticket sales, to be fair. So he can sell them faster. Yeah. (laughs) I'll, I'll, buy them, I'll buy them if you just leave me alone. <laughs> I wondered why people kept saying that. <laughs> but uh, regardless, if you haven't bought your tickets to Scotland's anime yet, um, please do. A, yes, one, please do. Um, two, um, 
The uh, festival is running in Glasgow from the 13th to the 15th of October and in Edinburgh from, from the 16th to the 22nd of October. All of the details and tickets and guest information can be found at www.lovesanimation.com. So uh, head over there if you need any of those details and to, uh, to book those aforementioned tickets. Um, meanwhile, if you'd want to stay in rather than go out, uh, we did uh, release some simulcast news uh, earlier this week uh, in that uh, we are bringing King's Game, one of the hot autumn season shows, uh, to the UK in their streaming form uh, via our friends at Crunchyroll. Uh, first episode is uh, going to be airing today at the time of recording, Thursday, and uh, every week at 5pm on Thursday you'll be able to catch a new episode. That's really cool as well. It's, uh, like If you've not read the manga, then it's kind of a... It's, an, it's one of those rare horror bends. I don't think the animation is going to be anything to write home about necessarily, but I think what it doesn't have in animation is going to make up more for in story than, than anything else. Like, and general horror. I mean, like, horror as a genre for anime is generally lacking. Normally, like, this one is well into the kind of, like, the horror bend people are used to with... with like, not quite in the direction of... It's more like Battle Royale meets... Um, like actually, probably meets Saw. Actually, it's like less, like less gruesome. It's not so torture pornographic as Saw, but like the kind of same vibe of, like you do, you do what you're told or you die sort of thing, mm. come to mind. Slightly different motifs to it, but. Mm, yeah, but so yeah, it'd be definitely interesting to see how that turns out in anime form. And as mentioned, so head on over to Crunchyroll, and you will be able to do that too. Um, in other news. Um, have you been keeping an eye on our blog recently, blog.alltheanime.com? You will have seen us reveal uh, details of our Eureka 7 Ultimate Edition. Um, so if you head over there, you can see all of the information on that. Um, and also, in terms of forthcoming releases, uh, just to quickly cover that off, as of next Monday, the 9th of October, we will have both Season 1 and Season 2 of Noah Zero in Standard Edition Blu-ray form. It's quite telling when I look immediately to Keith when I hear a date being mentioned, but no, when I hear a date being mentioned, I'll like, know Zero, yep, those are okay. Yeah, we've, we've, we've had that one ready to go for a little while now, so yeah, yeah that's, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, as per usual, everything is running smoothly. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing is going wrong. wrong. <laughs> In the alternate alternate timeline, Anime Limited studio. production office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the alternate timeline, it's marketing who are is always it? behind oh. production. Are like, yeah. why are you not promoting our latest releases? We release another fifteen titles on time. Would you they're just smoking and just swearing at people. Would it be you hosting off. the podcast then if it was alternate timeline? True. Now we are definitely in the darkest timeline though, because yeah. you know, Trump is president, Brexit, you know, here we are, what fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody just kind of looked down sadly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we, just, we just want to stop the no, podcast. Okay. We, just, we don't have the moustaches though, so we're not quite darkest timeline. Speak to yourself. Yet. I do. Oh, I you have do. a moustache on my moustache. Wait. Maybe, maybe we do have two. <laughs> maybe it's just <laughs> I know it's like red and it's like a white one just coming all the way down me. I didn't want to say anything, cat, but <laughs> it's it's been I thought it was invisible. Maybe only I can't see it and everyone else can. That'd be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that's a that's a good premise for an anime. Yeah, like a horror anime <laughs> the moustache that you couldn't see. Tash girl. Tash girl. <laughs> it's just called Natasha. Only her true love. Only her true love can see her with Tash. <laughs> is, is this gonna be I don't think once he accepts her, will she find true happiness? Is, is this going to be the new thing we've had, the era of, of incest, and that's going to be the era of 
anime girls with facial hair <laughs> should be the next big thing. Yeah, like, I really don't prefer that to the incest. Really, does the yeah. anime incest vibe ever go away, though? I mean, I'm going to float, float <laughs> oh, a point here. The latest trailer for, like, um, like we're watching The Office, like, the terrible trailer no, for My Girlfriend is Too Much it. to I, Handle. I was not... Like, my girlfriend is too much to handle. Not one of our properties we are eternally <laughs> thankful every day for. But, um, like, it's like, yeah, I mean, some of the other titles for it are horrific in Japanese. But the, the trailer itself, apart from having the fantastic I want to be, a, like, to be more of a grill friend for you. <laughs> like, the beautiful type of grill friend that you've really made that trailer for me. Um, but... It just makes me think of a George Foreman grill with kind of anime eyes and a blush. <laughs> I went to a girlfriend. <laughs> That's uh, an experience. Yeah, the the, the excess like, trend is kind of disturbing. Yeah, like, Especially as those kind of plots are relatively boring anyway. But like you also had in the trailer like uh, someone about a little sister who loves... Loves like, her brother too, far too yeah, much. Yeah, loves her brother yeah. far too much. I'm like... It's like, yeah, it's like, it's already is like, you can see how it's going to play out. And as you say, it's not exactly going to be an interesting plot line. This one which should end with the police. It's not the Game of Thrones. No, <laughs> I, I tried to make a part, but no, nobody noticed it. So, oh. uh, so, uh, so speak, speaking of, of quality uh, entertainment, has anybody been watching, reading anything that they want to uh, to share? I've been table? reading the back of every beer bottle I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, that doesn't count. It's really, really entertaining and therapeutic and helps when I'm drinking alone in a bar crying. <laughs> no, I'm still criminally behind on stuff but I uh, started watching my copy of uh, One Punch Man that I bought at uh, MCM. Because, mm. nice. you know, I'd seen the first episode a while back and I was curious to see how they can extend this concept over a whole run. And uh, so far, I've been highly entertained. I'm really enjoying it. It's a, it's a good laugh. Do you remember what I was watching recently? I was watching I started, something. You know, I started watching Star Trek because everybody oh, was yeah, watching about Star it. Trek. I actually mm-hmm. don't really like it, but I keep watching it in the hope that it's going to get I better. I really enjoyed. Like I really enjoyed episode episode one and two. I was. I enjoyed the budget and such, and I was waiting to see where it went. Episode three, Jason Isaacs is such a great actor that, yeah. like, I was like, actually, that episode really sold it on me. But it's better, you know, suited for evil characters, so I'm just looking forward. Well, he's like, if it's going to be evil in the end. Tell you what, I can't wait to see though is the Death of Stalin movie. Thinking of Jason Isaac, I know nothing to do with anime. Sorry, mm-hmm. I've. Veered, but I warned you to look towards the big up Yeah, so like, why have we not veered off like, topic on the? Uh, but has anyone else followed the the death of Stalin? No, I, I, see, I see the advert keeps popping up on my feed. But it's I by Amanda Anucci. I haven't got round to clicking on it yet. But it's by Amanda Anucci, so the same guy who did uh, the thick of it. But it's like it's got like Steve Buscemi, Jason Isaac. Um, oh God, the guy who plays Pop Pop in um, Arrested Development as well. And such in it. Oh, it's like got a really good cast. It's like I always forget his name because he, he's in all sorts. He's really funny as well, but like it just he voices Len Trexler in yeah. that show, doesn't it? Yeah. It just looks so like it looks so mentally good. Like his normal kind of mental good. It looks like the thick of it, but Russian edition. I will have to check. It's that out, well yeah. worth checking out. I can't what anime I was watching recently. I was watching, like, it's really irritating me because I was watching an anime. Oh, well, that's a guy I need to, especially as I think the film is about due to hit, I need to watch uh, Shinshiro Watanabe's Blade Bunch. Oh, that's oh, what I was yeah. 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 That's really cool. Because yeah. I am 
getting majorly excited for the film. I think I mentioned this yeah. in the previous yeah. podcast. Yeah, we took but yeah, I'm so excited. I'm seeing that uh, bad boy at the IMAX and things. Yeah. I was, you see know, some of the other day because I was going back uh, on the underground and there were people talking about it, like, yeah, he made this short and he's the same director as Cabo Vivo, you know. Yeah. It, it Hello, new like, friends, can <laughs> I introduce you to some anime? You know, just not more yeah. people talking about animation and recognizing directors. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. always encouraging to see because yeah. it, you know, it means that awareness is slowly spreading. Mm. But yeah, like it's. That show was really good. I'm trying to remember what, what the other thing I was... Oh, Welcome to the Ballroom. That's what no, I I'm still way behind on that. I am behind, but I was waiting it. for season two to be well underway, so I could... Mm. I also finished Ajin season two, which was good, but that's what I've been reading as well, the manga for Ajin, mm. like the Japanese volumes. Um, but, like, the, the latest one, like, it's, it's into the... Like, Ajin is going to end in the next volume or two. Mm-hmm. Like, it's into the last arc. But it's going, the anime ended obviously early and obviously much like FMA the first time around, they talked to the manga artist and got some clues of where to take it, yeah. but they, the manga artist obviously hadn't told them everything. Yeah, So because yeah, I, I remember that second season having very much kind of an ending point, but a very clear jumping on point to what happens next. But the, well, you see, the thing is that it's going to be very difficult to, because the, without spoiling anything for anyone who's read the two, the two are almost parallel. Like it's like it's just a different adaptation of what happens. Mm. Um, like, obviously there've been some collusion about what was going to happen next, but the the anime throughout changes things. It actually, changes one of my favorite scenes in the manga. Uh, okay. Like, which is like the the whole when they're attacking the building. Mm, yeah. Thing and like like with it's not a huge spot in the manga. Like, there's a really cool scene of how like Mister Sato gets from outside the building to inside the building and really like so the, the whole philosophy is that there's two different philosophies in it there's one which is because these people keep coming back from the dead like no matter how they're killed the whole theory is if you lose your head if you're decapitated you're going to end up probably like at least watching your, a new head grow onto your body like because it re- regenerates everything mm. basically so are you losing your soul when that happens if you're decapitated as an agent are you losing your soul and it's someone else inhabiting your body the second time round, you know, are you effectively not you anymore because the body has regenerated but does the soul? So that, that, that's an idea I've seen thrown around in various different fantasy and sci-fi uh, books yeah. I've read. <laughs> but the whole point in it is it's about paranoia of that. It's not about really the... They're not examining the spirituality. They're examining spirituality, but they're not examining the actual process. Mm. Oh, it's like, really in it, it's a threat. Impact. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's a threat he makes. Like, that he's going to do it. He's going to take... That Sato's gonna take Kay's head, mm. basically, is the threat. That's all he's like. He like, and it's a side interest for Sato. He's not. It's not his main objective. He's not some kind of psychotic villain with an interest only in that. But like the the manga diverges quite significantly from that point onwards. Like, and the the anime goes a different direction. But at the same time, there's a lot of key points which are similar like if you've seen the anime up to the end I think you can probably predict what's going to happen mm. at some point yeah. soon like they keep talking about some stuff which in the manga which is definitely going to it's happened in the, an- the anime already right. so it's just how are they going to integrate it mm. I think I don't yeah. know anyway sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's interesting because yeah it kind of tempts me to read the manga at this point because I wasn't sure how how close it stuck to the source material for the, in terms of the anime adaptation. Wildly so. different. And I, like, honestly, having read the manga first or well beyond where the, the anime ends, or not really, but, like, you know, to the point where it diverges, 
it's actually really enjoyable to see I was expecting it to be shit mm. like I genuinely watched it first time before we licensed it like I watched the whole thing before we licensed it to try and work out how I felt yeah and I was more than impressed mm. yeah the, the IBMs in it are really well designed mm. you know it's had some monsters in it the CG is really well done and it just kind of works yeah yeah uh, that, that was kind of my take on it when I, I watched it back in the day on Netflix so uh, yeah that's, that's cool so I'm looking forward to the home video release mm. coming in no in November. Yes, November time. Cool. I couldn't remember. It was we got November is is that, and then December fifth is Hyoka. Yeah, and I always get the two mixed up. <laughs> so I got but very similar shows, obviously. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> High school violence. Ajin's <laughs> on track though, so. <laughs> so is Yoka yeah, yeah, what a way to bait and switch that yes Ajin's on track yeah, no, both, both Ajin and Yoka are on track both my children it was more the sound of surprise at that they're both on track there's nothing gone wrong with them yet so yeah, what don't jinx it man no no, no it's touching it's, wood it's, here it's been touching that kind of week god <laughs> so um, moving onwards and upwards um, we asked for, for questions from you our dear listeners and we did get a bunch of them so I have I have a list of 14 questions here on this piece of paper, and I'm going to let each of you pick a random number to choose your question. <laughs> oh, that's never that's because that. what could possibly go wrong? I'm going to and, and because you're, you're so doubtful, Keith, I'm going to let you go first. Pick a number between 1 and 14. I'm going to go with 7.65. <laughs> I'm going to round that up to 8, then. Um, uh, John Camelot asks, um, any news on what some of the other short films will be on the Pigtails release? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, the question should have been was can you tell us that? Oh. <laughs> your first mistake <laughs> um, yeah I can answer that one if you like or do you want to take a stab no, as, no you, you have a greater knowledge of pigtails than I do um, if, if that's just because I like putting on a nice nice wig growing my or growing my hair anyway yeah well that um, was strange <laughs> don't you think I'm pretty key no um uh, <laughs> awkward hostile workplace environment I'm going to call HR I feel <laughs> threatened um, anyway, um, so the other shorts, are, I thought we'd already labelled them actually, so apart from Pigtails, there's the Masaki Yuasa short Kickheart, which I'm super psyched to put on home video, there's Oval X Over, um, which is a series of shorts done for a racing track, um, which is really cool, actually it's just got, we've just finished the subtitling on that, so that's heading off to Orphan shortly I think. Mm. Um, there's also Little Spider Girl, everyone's favourite yeah, friendly film oh, about oh. spider waifu. Is that the one with the big store? Yeah. That was also mm. the one that I saw at SLA. Yeah. Uh, ironically, a massive spider was climbing up the cinema. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Cool. The good I was just like, I was like, is that part? No, that is an actual big ass spider yeah. climbing up the cinema screen. And my friend and former podcast co-host Elliot Page literally can't watch the end of, of that short. He just can't handle oh, it. Oh. It's oh. such a twist in that tale. I did wig the shit out on that. It's episode. a really oh. good twist. It really so. is. I love. I it. really enjoyed it. Well, now you can on home video. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and also draw Hobbs by um like. Which is by the same guy who ran, who's like one of the most, like most impressive animators at IG actually, whose name is currently evading me actually. Oh God, it's the guy who did all of the hard effort on Blood for Last Vampire. Oh, um, yeah, I can't remember the name either. Now. Just let me dig it out. 
I, I was I mean I, I did the, the, the QC for the subtitles for oh, uh, Oval oh, ah, yeah there you go but I, I did the QC for the subtitles on um, Oval Over and that's that's a really good little short it's like imagine if uh, Hiroyuki Imaishi did Redline and you've basically got that short it's, it's a yeah. really cool little thing it's really cool it uses the same style as Dead Leaves yes yeah. it's almost like a proto of Dead Leaves which is amazing um, I, I am intrigued it's really good. Mm. Um, I'm looking for. We've done a huge book to go with it, so we're currently making like making that a reality. It's much like my genius party experience. It keeps growing, so that title's probably going to slip to early next year, I think, at this point. But anyway, it's worth the wait. Yeah, we'll make it worth well it. worth you will, it. You will, the book especially. You're well, not going to find anything like. But this like this, the reason we went back to is normally approvals are very diff- like very difficult anyway. But we went to IG and they went look we really want to do more of this book and we so in the end we've actually done so it'll be a special to the shop I think it's safe to mm-hmm. say at this point given the costs but we're looking at probably doing the full storyboards for pigtails from Itazu san a full book about pigtails and then also including a bit on each of the other shorts inside some of the stuff in the book on pigtails is fascinating it's research from in Japan about the nuclear situation with Fukushima and some fascinating detail on on the current situation there and what's what's unfolded, you know. Mm. And it's just a refreshing change. The best is that uh, they never mention it. You know, you can just uh, join the dots and understand what's going on, but they never talk uh, explicitly about what the movie is about. It's it's just a refreshing change that for once that uh, the delay is not because the licensor is being awkward, it's because they they want to do more and provide more. And it's like, well, okay then. Works for us. Yeah. Mm, indeed. So, um, next question. Um, Andrew, pick a number between 1 and 14. No pressure. Uh, I can't count that far. I'm going to go with number 3. <laughs> number 3 is uh, from Rubble. Um, how Perfect one for you, in fact. How do you decide on which anime to license? Um, he mentions sales and popularity he does mention a dartboard but uh, how, how do we how do we choose board. what to like how did you know we have one in the I office? just use a random number generator <laughs> online no, we, 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 that's <laughs> number one yeah, we, we, we get a we get a uh, angry rhesus monkey into the office <laughs> and depending on how the formation of the poo it flames determines <laughs> on what we license yes. <laughs> look Keith it's another fan service title oh. for you oh. <laughs> So sad, so sad. <laughs> but yeah, so um, reality is it's not about popularity or sales sometimes, no, it it's is. about do we believe in the title? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, hopefully those, cor- like, on a Venn diagram, you would hope that those two categories overlap. Generally but, they do. And generally they do, but I mean, like, normally we, like, like, we try and go for quality, whether we, be- like, you know, Tokyo Marble Chocolate was never going to sell gangbusters, but we... We love it personally. For me, it's the, the best anime Christmas film oh, it's a lovely piece movie. out there, along it's all right up there alongside. It's the best romantic one. If you want to go see, like if you want to go see a heartwarming film, like at Christmas time, there's only three films, Christmas films that come to mind for me, like off the top of my head, automatically. There's like obviously it's a Wonderful Life. There's Tokyo Godfather. I I think Tokyo Godfather is also a mm. like it's a different kind of Christmas film. Cat, why are you looking at me like I that? I was just waiting for you to say the one that I would suggest. Yeah, I'm on, I'm that third film better yeah, be Die Hard. Yeah, that's the first one. Die Hard, of course. Oh, I was going to say Jingle All The Way. Oh, <laughs> I love that film. Fiona. So no, good. Die Hard is the ultimate. Yes, Die Hard. That's what I was going to go with. Die Hard, Jingle All The Way, like, and 
But when you go down to shorts on TV, like, like really because they're two OVAs, like it's kind of like two TV apps. So actually, the first time I saw Tokyo Marble Chocolate, I was meaning to go to the, the cinema with my appetite girlfriend there and see um, It's a Wonderful Life. However, true to form, failure to plan tickets uh, tickets in advance meant that like every day is sold out of that at Christmas time. Mm, yeah. So went home and like watched Tokyo Marble Chocolate instead, which worked out actually very well. But yes. Actually, I did rate It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, wow, this is a wonderful tale about a whole community of people who just takes advantage of this one guy. Anime industry, the movie. I can sort of appreciate it, but every time I've watched it, I'm just like, pal, fuck these guys. Go off and live. I think that says more about it. You see, I watch I like the idea that you just step into the film. The other film in back of my mind, which is a Christmas film, but only by proxy of when I first watched it as a kid, was Some Like a Hot. I actually watched that. No, no it's really. So you're gonna no. say Home Alone, but there we go. Lost in New York with a crazy pigeon lady. Like, but like, something like a heart is like a really. <laughs> She's not crazy. She's like, just a pigeon. It's just a really funny comedy. Basically, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, like Sister Act before Sister Act, just slightly flipped around. It's like basically two musicians like musicians and prohibition oh, okay. well, you have must seen, have seen I, it no, I have seen it's got Marilyn Monroe in it yeah I, I knew that but yeah because like, the two lads dress up as women yeah dress up as women but then one of the guys falls in love with the, the rich guy and like he's like I don't mind like the end like, he's oh really god like, yes, he's like, yes I don't mind nobody's perfect <laughs> he's like but I'm a guy don't you get that it's like it's just a really nice film but I ended up watching it at Christmas time one year like for the first time and that was where, like, I was like, I always connected with Christmas film there. Anyway. Mm. Diverged a little bit. Anyway, uh, how do I decide the title? I hope they're distracted from the Can topic. You pick your favourite Christmas film and then whatever then, the first layer starts with. <laughs> actually, no, we get the Ouija board out. What title must we license? Ghost of Christmas Past, answer my call. Oh. I've not heard of that one. <laughs> Unfortunate. No, um, just basically, I, I wish we were assigned to it, but you have to, to actually, the first trick is to actually like what you're working with, mm. because if you can live with your choice, then that's the preference. This is quite, wow, that's very dramatic. It's really spending a lot of money, you're spending tens of thousands, or in some companies' cases, you're going to carry that out. In some companies in America, you're spending hundreds of thousands or even millions on a show's acquisition. Some of the, the latest acquisitions have gone between the six and the, the seven figures, like basically, like low seven figures, but still seven figures. Mm. And like, you have to be able to ask that situation, not just show a balance sheet that makes makes sense, but actually be able to live with the choice you've made, because it's never gonna be easy at that point, you know? Like, so you have to be doing it because you care about the director, about the studio, about just, it's your favorite character designer, whatever, like in it, it has to be something you can Comfortable and comfortably say you're going to be be not losing money on doing, you know, like or like at least not losing, maybe not making shed tons, but like not losing. I mean, you know? because it occasionally you'll pick up a title where it's like, not like the Tokyo Marble Chocolate. You say it's not going to sell like hotcakes, but yeah, we'll make profit on it down the line. Occasionally, yeah. there's ones where it's like we know they may not make a profit at all, but purely because we either really like them or they are significant with in the field mm. then you know yeah. it's worth getting them out there yeah yeah like and I, I actually feel like 
like the night is short and like be one of those titles actually where it's Oh, that is such a good film. Like, it's though. such a great film, mm-hmm. but it is yeah. one which is very... Po- uh, like, as reviews have shown, it's very polarizing. Some people just don't gel to be the Senpai it's... character. Like, and I can understand why. I mean, like, it's... Yeah, because uh, some people find the visual style off-putting as well, which I can understand, because initially that's what put me off about it, but I sat, I watched it, and absolutely loved yeah. it. So. I mean, it's, like, definitely one of my favourite films of the year, but commercially, I do suspect it will not be my... The one I, I ever am like I'm reporting overages on this title. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. I hope I hope I'm wrong though, but Yeah, we shall see I guess. So a uh, cat, your turn next. Pick a number between one uh, and fourteen. Fourteen divided by three. <laughs> Don't make me do maths, please. <laughs> okay, uh uh six. Number six. That's not the answer to the math problem, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Uh, so this is a question from Natalie. Um, actually, part of that was the same as the, the last question we had. But oh. uh, also, is there any news on Death Parade? What a oh, good question! Everybody is looking at How is Death Parade coming along? Project manager of Death Parade, Catwalk. <laughs> Wow, really, very, very, very specific here. <laughs> they ever come looking for me? Um, everything else has been happening, therefore it's not really been going or happening. Well, what um, have you been working on, Kat? What have I been let's working do it, on? Let's do it, let's do it, the value. Well, you kind of took me off doing product stuff and I'm doing so much graphic stuff for Expo and SLA and video work, video work like cutting trailers and stuff. It will return though, shortly. <laughs> What will we return? Death parade. Oh, death, death comes. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a different kind of film, Kat. <laughs> no. it, it hasn't been um, forgotten, but it's no. kind of uh, on the back burner because yeah, we're trying basically. to sort out a few details behind the scenes as well, as well as current workflow. Kind I just of know I want the oil print. <laughs> You've just seen a silent voice. No, tells. I thought of. I thought it doesn't matter. Oh, you I was cat. thinking about file print like start of the year some <laughs> of us were thinking about it some of us were doing it <laughs> you really thought about file print I was bored as well I was bored by it <laughs> Yeah, girl, when you, uh, when, when you, those of you out there who ordered a Silent Voice uh, Collector's Edition get hold of it, it is hands down one of the single most beautiful collectors that Andrew has ever done. Fuck you! <laughs> I like that caveat. <laughs> I resent it. I did have a day as well. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, I know it's not the biggest seller, but Terror in Residence Ultimate is. I'm going to let you finish, but Terror in Residence I'm, Ultimate. I'm going to let you finish. Time for a fight. I drop the mic. I don't know, I think FMA trumps all the other ultimates we've done. I think, in terms I mean, of scale and... But the uh, thing is that the bar is so high for that, I can't even see it anymore. Yeah. It's floating in It disappoints me if I hit my peak in like 2016 on ultimate yeah, designs. It's actually done now. I'm, I'm really proud of Eureka 7, though, on which note. Like, I mean, the, the, art, the A4 art book. Mm. Like... <laughs> what is your <laughs> damage? Cat? I just really like wow. I just really like pulling funny faces at you during podcasts. <laughs> like the A, like the A four art book is definitely one of my like my proudest books. Like because it's like it, not only is it like A four, but it's not like a pamphlet. It's one hundred and forty four pages long. 
It's a real book. It's not a pamphlet. <laughs> Imagine handing out on yeah, like just page opening your ultimate and getting like an A4 book, but admittedly like sixteen pages. I really, of I really like the format with that, with having the book much bigger than the release, like having it natural art book size because no, it's, it's it's really good. I mean. Uh, we're already proud of Andrew. We put it up on the fridge so we yeah. can all look at it. Every Just like, day. There's a lot of magnets. It's like industrial, industrial. Well, that's why you put magnets. a gold star on it saying, Well done, buddy. <laughs> you tried. And then we've got another gold sticker that says, And succeeded. <laughs> I am disappointed by the minute. But no, it is, like, honestly, in terms of simplicity, it is one of the best. I like how this I've was a, a question about Death Free and you've made it all about Silent Voice now. Well, no, I'm joking. Anyway, carry on. What are you planning for Death Ray Cat? I just know there's going to be foil. And no, I, I, I think I've said this. I'd pretty much. You don't want And then there's like a sticker that's like, do not exceed temperatures off. It's going to be that hot. Roasted on a stick like a banana for cats. It's not going to be tin foil, my God. Let's just talk about a sound voice. I think we should move on to yeah, the next question oh, quickly. Uh, Jessica, oh pick a number gosh. between 1 and 14. Flowers. That's oh. not a number. I think it was staring into the distance while saying that they really made it. It was like, flowers. How many? 20. 20 is also not a number between oh, 1 and 14. How many letters in flowers? Okay. Okay, okay. we lost uh, seven. Have we exceeded ten in any of the numbers? Seven we've got. Um, any chance of you picking up um, Saga of Tanya the Evil for a UK release? Uh, sadly, no. It's a Crunchyroll title of Slash Funimation, which means whatever happens when now Funimation are part of Sony will come out through the Funimation entity here, I'd imagine. I'd love it, though, but mm. alas, no. Yeah, indeed. So um, back around to you, Keith. We'll have a final quick round here. Pick another number. Uh, two. Number two. Uh, would, this this is kind of a left field one for me. Will you guys consider doing an ultimate edition for a Kodomo no not Omocha on Blu-ray that contains all 102 episodes? I think I know the answer to this one. Well, as we've covered in many uh, podcasts uh, to do with long-running shows, BBFC costs would make that one prohibitively expensive. <laughs> yes. Indeed. So yeah. no. Unless you want a BBFC it for us. Oh, yeah, if you, if you want to shout <laughs> out the BBFC, the we will make that for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, because that might start like a Kickstarter petition or something. Look, if somebody, <laughs> screw it. If somebody else is going to pay for it, I will happily do the design. Do you think that would it. become a thing where it's like pay the BBFC and we'll just make the product? Actually, no, I shouldn't say it out loud. It's going <laughs> to yeah. become a thing, isn't it? Yeah, take please, it back. Please send checks too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Andrew, pick, pick another number. Uh, let's go for number one. Number one, um, will Princess Arete be receiving a collector's edition or just a standard release? Yes, um, it'll be receiving collectors from the shop as an exclusive. Cool, okay, well, uh, Kat, pick another number. Oh, uh, 11. 11? <laughs> oh no, wait, yeah, 11. <laughs> question, question number 11 comes from the wonderfully named Lord of Lollies. Um, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I'm choosing to assume that it's spelled lollipop. Yeah, let's just say yeah. Yeah. Let's Oh, just, let's oh just no, I thought, I thought yeah. I saw lollies. I was quite excited. Let's just say I mistyped it on this document here and that, that's exactly what it is. Uh, this, this is a real hardball question. Um, after my nugget share box for lunch, what should I have for dinner? Another box? Yeah. <laughs> Can never have too yeah. many nugs. Cheeky chicken nugs. For dinner, I would suggest, if I may... No, yeah. I have another box. That would be me. Just 
Don't call you two bottles full. Like, are we? Are we talking? Was that like just have a twenty sharing box to yourself? I'm sure we discussed that in our podcast. I'm sure we did. I'm sure this yeah. is where it came from. <laughs> I think you should have a salad. I'm having serious deja vu right now because I'm sure we had a discussion about salad <laughs> like, and munching okay, well, you can have, have, have an American salad. So, like, <laughs> it's a salad which is a sandwich between a couple of beef patties, which are in turn sandwiched between you know some kind of roll. And you can put some sauce in that, and then you can enjoy that salad with God intention. In, in the UK, we call that a cheeseburger, <laughs> or just a burger. Crown Royale with cheese. <laughs> the, the, the Animal Limited podcast, home for all of your culinary advice. Oh no, no, we're not. Oh, no, we're not doing not, that. Yeah. We'll be here for hours. Trust me. <laughs> okay, so last question, and um, back to you, Jessica. One final number from you. Eight. Number eight. Are you reading them? Uh, we have done eight, <laughs> yes. You picked that. Ask it again. What, 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 why don't you select one and throw it at us? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll select one. I'll select Unlucky Number 13 from uh, DigiCarrot. Um, any shows from the new anime season you're looking forward to? Yes, many. I've got a specific answer. <laughs> it's a long No, no, I'm looking forward to so Black Clover, Ancient Mage's Bride, oh, yeah, King's Ancient Game. Um, Ancient Mage. Like, Honestly, Ancient Mages Bride, I'm looking forward to less than the other two. I'm looking forward to Black Clover a lot, just because it's been a while since someone's put so much effort into... Like, I know people were like, oh, I wouldn't get your hopes up because it's Piero and such. You do realise they have multiple teams in their company, right? I mean, mm. it's just that a lot of the teams have been busy working on... Uh, the good teams were working on ongoing projects. Therefore, of course, the ones you were seeing out were not great. Um, I actually think the like at least I think the animation to episode one of Black Clover was really good. I mean, like maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, like well, maybe I was just having a, a fit when I was watching it or something. But <laughs> I really enjoyed it to be honest for episode one. It's more about like what am I looking forward to film wise this season? I mean, I'm really looking forward to fireworks. Mm, yeah, like from us at least. Um, the new Godzilla movie will be great. I think. Yes, anime one yeah, yeah, I feel one. about that Definitely looking forward to those three like TV series as well. Back in my mind, there's something else I'm sure I'm looking forward to. As well. I'm looking forward to more Blood Blockade Battle. Oh, that was what I was oh, looking forward yes. to. Yes, the one but the ending about. won't be as good. Oh, oh, don't wait of the series or like the ending sequence. Oh, right, I thought you were going to spoil that's, it entirely. There, that's just fair. Like... well, no, the manga is like they're back on track. With it. It's not an original story this time. I think they're back onto the manga. Oh, right. And there's out. Nice. So you know that episode in season one, like with the the two vampires, mm. like that mm. leads into a whole fucking plotline oh, about vampire, the, that, that was, like did the they just place it the there as a sort of but they like never, thing? They never. That was, yeah. one, that was the one thing when I was watching the first season, and I, and I knew it was you know yeah. it, it, that the season diverged from the manga, but the, the bits it dropped in about the, the vampires and yeah. things in the core, and it's like. That is what you can just tell. That is where the central prod, plot threat, uh, plot thread is, and I'm so keen to find out. Are you up to date on the manga, Keith? No, no, I'm still. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, that is you the way it goes. I mean, the, the whole vampire stuff is. Well, yeah, I mean, it was just clear because it was clear how much more. Yeah. Developed. It seemed. Well, I know it wasn't there for long. But yeah, but it you're right. There was a very clear, clear focus there, and then it suddenly shifted away to deal with where yeah. it went. Mm. It fucking left fields it quite rapidly. It's like, I mean, nothing wrong with where the first season went. I really enjoyed it. The most important thing, though, like I mean, the thing here's the things I'm concerned about with the new series because, like, I like to be 
Captain Pessimism, different director. I really like the previous director. I think mm, she's yeah. probably being booted off partially due to, uh, like, I suspect there's other projects requiring her attention mm, now. Yeah. Um, but, like, also, I, th- I think it's also partly due to the fact the last episode went the way it did in terms of delays. It wasn't, the last episode was amazing, by the way. But yes. it was the, the problem was that it was delayed and missed its TV broadcast, and then they made it longer. Yeah, yeah. And like that was a that's a huge issue in the TV in any country in any country the TV business. If I went to Jessica and say France, hey Jessica, we've sold you a TV series and we've given you episodes one to eleven. Produce one to eleven. Small problem episode twelve. We're going to be delivering it now or next week. We don't actually know when we're going to deliver it yet uh, because we want to make it better and bigger. Now, it's a testament to Bones that they got, like, you know, they, they managed it pretty well internally by the looks of it, but you can imagine if you're a TV network, you're not going to be super pleased. Nice, indeed. Like, and I'm really worried about the change in director, because Rie Matsumoto is really good. Mm. Like, like, I'm not saying that the new director is not going to be good either, but, like, and for Cat especially, he was an episode director on Cardcaptor Sakura, so... Nice. But, like, he was the director of Galaxy Angel for most of it. Mm. Like and like the other stuff is not bad. He's not worked on terrible stuff. He worked on Keith's favorite Tokyo ESP, for example. Uh, Which yes, is like he's yes. a good director. I'm like, but I'm just. I think this could be his breakthrough title. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see what happens. And the the most important positive though, super positive, is the music is by the same guy. Oh, like like and the music was. Absolute. I I stand by. It's one of my favorite anime soundtracks. It is time. really good. Yeah. Like, like on a, like one of. I mean, like obviously it's a new entry into the list for me. Mm. But I just I just really like Blood Blockade overall because I mean I'm a, I'm a massive Trigun fan, but uh, that was a show that didn't have a particularly big budget, and it was just joyous seeing Night Owl's work properly realized because yeah. his. Oh, because his art style is wonderfully kinetic. Everything about it was and, mad. Like, and yeah, it just it it was done wonderfully in animated form. It was yeah, this is actually Night Owl's work the, as it should be. The app where um, oh Doghammer and what's its name, the Brody or whatever it's called. Oh god! Like yeah. the app with that, like and them being taken away. I think me and Cat and like Chris watched. Which, which one? like the one with the train. Um, yeah, not the train, but like the big giant like, like moving truck yeah, thing. The truck yeah, thing yeah, chasing was... them. Like yeah, that was a really great episode. And it was just the whole setup. It was just so masterfully directed and realized as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the style of that show. Like as long as you can nail that, you've got got a lot going like, for it yeah. straight away I mean I'm like this I'm not super worried about it mm. I'm just like any kind of change on that kind of show from season one it's like One Punch Man having a completely different team and studio yeah that's got me worried mm. uh, yeah because a lot of that's a lot of the main reason, <laughs> reason that first season's so good is because everybody involved was so invested they went above and beyond than what your average studio would normally do on a TV yeah. production so they got they got a lot of value for their money mm. out of the TV work yeah. on that. and if you're suddenly bringing in a different crew entirely who may not be as invested and may not want to put in as much time and extra energy as the first crowd did then it's probably going to suffer in comparison but I will I will wait to see what results with that yeah yeah fingers crossed on that one definitely 
Right, well, I think that is us done for this podcast. So uh, we somehow managed to survive without Jeremy or without him crashing through the window to uh, <laughs> yeah, like, regain control. Oh, what have you done? <laughs> wait, wait, I can see someone banging on the window graduate style up there. <laughs> Andy! Oh what have we done? Cut you, shit. <laughs> yeah, slightly different to the graduate setting. But he will still run to a getaway vehicle afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so that said, all that is left is for us to say thank you for listening and, uh, and goodbye. But before you go, a reminder as always that you can find us at www.alltheanime.com. And of course, you can find us on, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, etc. as All The Anime. So, uh, Until next time, thank you again for listening and uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.